so we talked about what we're looking <clears throat> looking for not looking forward to but looking into the future for the the rest of the year in terms of the uh, presidential political landscape um, but something that was briefly brought up but definitely is big enough to dive in uh, on its own is impeachment and what that process is gonna what role that process is gonna play um, in in the uh, election this year um, and just all the complexities that come along with that so um, you, you mentioned um, Pelosi and, and the, the the game and 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 waters that she's navigating with it and I don't know if that's where you want to start but uh, interested to get your take on that well instead of me starting let me turn it back on you because it really relates to this think about people being just bombarded and, and tired and desensitized to the issue. I mean, the Democrats have been trying to impeach Trump. I mean, you have to admit it, since the first day he got elected, uh, they've been trying to take him down with impeachment and the different attempts <coughs> and, and how they've come up and been the number one thing discussed for weeks and then months at a time and then something comes to fruition, some peaking of uh, uh, the issue and the story and then it just disappears. You know, the whole Mueller report and what happened, it's gone. And the impeachment articles, the two of them, don't have anything to do with that. Collusion didn't have anything to do with that kind of interference. Two new ones that basically propped, came up this year, and it's just like you said in the previous podcast about this president on his own. It's his own problem. He's the one that did it. You know, this recorded discussion about quid pro quo, you know, you do this favor for me, I'll do this for you, or if you don't do it for me, which was the implication, that you're not going to get this from me. He did it all in this last year. And, the, you know, the whistleblower and all the different things that come up. So the two articles of impeachment, one, are the quid pro quo issue with foreign government, you know, if being involved, getting them involved in a domestic political campaign. And the other one is obstruction of access to information with his own administration and obstructing the Congress. So are your friends done what are they listening to the impeachment or I think people are definitely following along I think even though they they have the general malaise of being bombarded by the political stuff or this is separate no I think it's all combined I think something that along with just the the constant bombardment of of clickbait and, and political chaos is that Trump has, has developed a reputation of being that Teflon Don to a certain extent. I mean, there is stuff that he, he has done that, I mean, Obama couldn't sniff, that most other presidents would have been taken down because it's just so outrageous. And he's skated through it. I mean, they've gotten to a point where, right, they just, him, Barr... McConnell, they just say, they say whatever they want to say, right? It's like, the sky is green, 
That's it. And they just stick to it, and they're, and and it just and it works. Um, so, I think I mean I I definitely had hesitate like I mean obviously I'm not involved at all, but just I was had hesitation of you know wanting the impeachment to go through. Because to me, I'm like, you better make sure this is buttoned up. And I know they're not going willy-nilly, you know, with with the process, but like you said, I mean, the, the Mueller report, right? Like, the, I mean, that definitely had its flaws in itself, but I mean, there were, it was seemingly there was things in there, items in there that I was like, okay, well, that's pretty straightforward, you know, that, that this is a problem and, and, um, but none of that is, is part of this. And this is like, okay, well, what's the next thing we can get them on? Right. And, um, you know, so I, I think people are watching, we're watching and waiting to see like, is this going to like, does this have legs? Is this going to stick? I mean, there it's, it's a whole new ball game. True. It truly is. I think there's, you 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 don't know how, you know, You don't know how um, things are going to be legislated. You don't know how, you know, um, like how any of this is going to turn out, right? It could be another dud and which, and will be disappointing because they'll just give more um, momentum and ammo for, for Trump to, to say he's innocent and he's, you know, it's, it's another witch hunt and, and all that. So I think part of it is like, you don't want to get your hopes up. Well, you think about it, the, uh, I've been really impressed with Nancy Pelosi's handling of the impeachment stuff. Not the most recent, but the whole time that she has held the, uh, those most wanting to have impeachment proceedings at bay. And saying that, uh, you know, it's going to really divide the nation and other things. But then she got to put in the position and think about it for, for the whole time that Trump has been president. The political powers that be, the media powers that be, have been constantly attacking him. You know, and trying to find that, that, uh, that thread that's dangling so they can grab onto it and pull on it and then unravel the whole thing. And there's many a thread. It's just like you said. It's like people get their hopes up. And it's so outrageous. I mean, it started in the campaigns. Some of the things that were reported that he did, uh, ranging from the sexist stuff, just outrageous things he said or actually did, all the people coming forward, but the women coming forward in terms of that accusations, we were sort of a bit uh, 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 desensitized to that because of Clinton and all the things that happened during his uh, presidential campaigns. So we're willing to forgive and forget around those areas, apparently. But just the campaign itself and things that he was accused of and the fact that he still hasn't shown his tax returns. He still hasn't done it. You know, it's pretty amazing that uh, he still hasn't had to do it in all kinds of attempts legally, legislatively. You know, we tried to do it in California that you can't get on the 
ballot if you don't show your tax returns and then the Supreme Court of California uh, knocked that down. So all this is going on and Pelosi is holding everybody at bay saying, look, there's just not enough here. And the Mueller report, same thing after the Mueller report, she wasn't for impeachment. I mean, there was all kinds of evidence and things that could be used to try to impeach him, but she felt that the downside was worse than the upside. And then Trump did it himself with the phone call. Mm -hmm. And then doing it so all these other people apparently could hear the phone call. What is this man thinking that he talks like this and says these things with other people listening? You know, it's, it's, so he did it himself, and she was pretty much forced in the position to have any sense of their responsibility as a legislative body and what comes with being in Congress. They had to impeach. So all the clamoring for impeachment by people that wanted to get him out from day one finally comes to fruition. They say it's a crisis, a crisis of the Constitution. we got to get this done. We have to do it quickly. You know, the candidates that are running, that are elected Congress or Senators, they're saying, let's get this out of the way. You couldn't avoid it if you had any sense of doing your responsible uh, obligation as a Congress. You had to impeach him. There was no way out for Pelosi. So they do the impeachment hearing, they use the whistleblower, there was supposed to be a second whistleblower. He never testified, or she never testified. It's it's apparently he, but who knows, because the name has really never been public, except for Republicans letting it slip and leak and stuff. And so he's the whistleblower's never been really vetted in terms of what may have been their motivations. So all this happens, and they do the impeachment, they, they finally vote. You know, it's pretty much party line, except for a couple of Democrats didn't vote for impeachment. And then our Hawaii congresswoman put herself in a pretty bad position. It, it, at this point, it, it's, you got can't say president. you got to go one way or another. This is those kind of decision points and why you're there. Although I like a lot of what she's been saying, um, this really put her in a bad place. But anyway, now everything's done. And then McConnell is saying his crazy-ass stuff, that, like you were saying, they, they said the sky's green. In other words, I'm not coming in as an impartial arbitrator to look at this case. I know what I'm going to do. They're not well, he said any of it. He's going to coordinate with the White House on how they do it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't understand how, like, how is that, I guess we're in, that's that, that whole new ball game we're in. Because that, that, how is, in, in what world is that okay for him to, it's okay, I get it if that's what you're thinking, and that's what your strategy is, but just to come out and unabashedly say it is... Well, you said it, say, you said they come on and say the sky is green, and you say it enough, and then it becomes a new reality. It's interesting, they said, uh, right, McConnell's home, homie in, in, in the Senate was, was McCain, right, they're super close, um... Hillary has, has has given interviews where she's she like really liked McConnell. Apparently he was he's before he was a really good dude, but it, I think it just shows the I think it shows the, just such the 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 poisoning impact and influence of Trump. And and the, I mean it's powerful.
I mean, all these, I don't, I don't know McConnell at all, but, you know, based on, on those type of comments and, and, and history, it's like, and now that he is just, you know, president over country, for sure, Trump over country, and everything he's doing, it's just, it's, it's mind-blowing. Well, you know, say, and, and you know, I've been in government, not at the highest levels, but at the state legislature. So I've been privy to how sausage is made, the political sausage is made. The coordination of the Senate and the White House, uh, that's probably old news, except it's public and in the light. All of the stuff they're doing is like it's all naked. There's no fancy clothes put on it, no nice hat with a big feather to distract your attention. It's just straight naked. Mm. We're going to call this green sky, and that's what this is. So the thing about the U.S. Senate was that that was always the place of congeniality, where Republicans and Democrats, and it goes way past Joe Biden, but he's been in the Senate for ages before being vice president. It's all about... Uh, collegiality, about working together, about arguing on the floor and then going out to eat dinner mm. together or going on summer vacation, Democrats and Republicans. And that's where a lot of the work got done. Mm. While they're out there doing something else, that's where they have a conversation and they talk about how well they have more in common than they do differences. And long before Trump, uh, when the most extreme parts of the political spectrum come into play, and for me personally, it was when I saw the first uh, Tea Party people come into the state legislature. Their whole thing was they didn't care what they said, how they said it, how racist it was, how anti-this, anti-that it was. They just said these stupid-ass things, and they would get elected in their districts because the district people were tired of all the shenanigans mm -hmm. that went on in the government and in elected office. And this process has really turned out to be, really Trump is a, I think he's just like a carnival barker. He's the guy that's out there saying, come in here and we have the nudie dances going on and we have the burlesque going on and we have the crazy lady with the beard and we have the guy that can bend iron and you know, he's just a carnival barker. He represents a whole view of American society. And that ultimately is what is going to be talked about relative to this impeachment. All that's gone on, the needle hasn't moved. Right. The needle has not moved. And really people are saying, and, and I think for good reason, that this is a real political gamble that's being played. So they, they deal the cards, and the cards are... are pretty much set up by Trump himself, and so he gets impeached. And while the game's going on and it's high-stakes poker, you know, the Democrats have a really good hand. And so they win the pot, and rather than reach and grab for it and pull it to themselves, they say, let's just leave it in the middle for a while. Let it uh, ferment for a while. We're not going to move the uh, impeachment decision over to the U.S. Senate. Let's see what happens with this. So they're holding it. Somebody came up with the ideas that we don't have to send it over there and let him get 
acquitted and then let him use that as a part of his presidential campaign. Because 100% that's what will happen when it goes to the Senate. Yeah. Because they have the majority. Yeah. Well, you need two-thirds. You need two-thirds. Two not just the majority. Right. You need two-thirds. Right. So there's, there's, there's zero chance. It's something like you need 22, Dem uh, 22 Republican senators to vote for impeachment. So you, there's zero chance that, it'll get, that he'll get impeached in the Senate. Which is what Andrew Yang is saying. Right. It's a baseball game that you're watching, but you already know the results. So what do you think about this? I mean... What do you think about the strategy of holding it? When you told me, I was like, oh, shoot, that's kind of... That was my first thinking. But the problem is now that people are saying, well, wait a minute. This is a game. This is Texas Hold'em. You know, you're holding your cards. You're not flopping them to show what your hand is. We know what your hand is. But we're just, so people are saying this is just a game. There, there's one lesson learned in politics, not just by me, but I, I think it's pretty much a truism in politics. If people get fed up with the political process, their attitude is a pox on all your houses. Not just Democrats, just Republicans, not one side or the other. People throw up their hands and say, y'all are screwing up. Uh, it's like that comedian again, Robert Chang. He said, if you put Asians in charge, we'll get the job done. You know, we don't close. If you need to buy food on Christmas Day, you can go to a Chinese restaurant. We're open. You know, we needed some last-minute pork chow shu for our Oshogatsu, and we knew we'd go to Hong Kong Express because they would be open on New Year's Day. Mm. You know, people just want government to work. And when it's this much disarray, they throw up their hands and say, a pox on all your houses. And then when the election happens, it's a crapshoot. You don't know how it's going to go. I mean, how do we go from a President Barack Obama, this classy guy with a great family, and he's, you know, every... Who would want to hang out with Barack Obama? You know, the cool factor. He dug basketball. He can sing. Just to seem like a good guy. You know, what his legacy is in terms of Obamacare is huge. But in other areas, not so much. How do we go from him, Trump, to Donald Trump? Was Hillary Clinton, did people dislike her that much? Was the sexism so bad that we couldn't stomach having a woman president so much that we would let this guy win? I think the biggest lesson out of that is that we weren't listening. We weren't listening to the conversations taking place at the kitchen table and in places like Wisconsin where Hillary didn't even go. And other battleground states, Pennsylvania, Florida, we weren't listening. You just listen to the media out of the East Coast and the West Coast, and that's what the Democrats thought was happening. And we became pretty elitist. You know, we had all these purest litmus tests. You had to pass the test in order to be somebody we were going to really vote for. So that's the issue. That's the issue for me in terms of impeachment, is people are throwing up their hands saying, this is a game. It's not the Constitution we're talking about. 
It's a political game and all the jockeying for position around the presidential election. We're trying to get them one way. If we can't get them that way, we're going to try to get them the other way. Mm -hmm. And the other guy's doing everything he can to look out for his interests in terms of his class, his people that he's looking out for. And the, the situation's just absolutely crazy. And as you said about people being inundated and desensitized and uh, keeping one eye maybe on impeachment, but what do they do now if they've been watching impeachment and listening to the, the hearings and then waiting for the vote and the vote takes place, everything's moving, the train done left the station, it's way down the track, it's trying to get to its destination, and people put on the brakes. People put on the brakes. Is it? I mean, it's what's the lesser of two evils, though, right? Because if we go, if you if you move it onto the Senate, he's going to be acquitted. It's going to be spun as a huge. I mean, it will be a huge win for him, right? That he's acquitted. I mean, he'll still be technically impeached, but well, is that how does that? Well, impeach means that he's been indicted. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean he's been proven to be. The ultimate determination will be the hearing, the trial in the U.S. Senate, presided over by the Supreme Court. So is the hopes that in that trial, that the stuff that comes, the, the information that comes out will be damning enough to, to damage him, even though he won't be, he'll be acquitted because of it's in the Senate, but the information that comes out through that will be bad enough to, to damage? That's what the hope is. That's what the hope is. To draw it out and just have it hammered. And that's why O'Connell is saying he's going to do it real quickly. Because mm -hmm. he doesn't want it to be drawn out through the presidential campaign. And I think ultimately the Democratic candidates don't want it to be either. Because right. Bernie's going to have to be in D.C. for the hearings as his Kobachar. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to make it difficult for them. Elizabeth Warren. So, ultimately, though, I think people are going to come away saying that, you know, this is just a part of Washington and the political game. The needle hasn't moved during the impeachment hearings. The needle won't move, and it's like Andrew Yang said. People aren't going to watch a baseball game when they know what the score is already going to be at the end of the game. So, maybe it uh, gives some room for discussion on the political issues for the the Democratic candidates, maybe we can get to that. But I'm concerned that people are going to throw up their hands and say a pox on everybody's house, and they're going to go into the booth because they're going to come out to vote. And however they're feeling that day, you know, they may just uh, say, this guy's terrible. He's an embarrassment on the international stage. He's a knucklehead. He's just looking out for himself, and he'd rather be on his golf course. Why doesn't he just go play golf? He does. But then they're going to look at their pocketbook, and they're going to say, well, wait a minute, how do I feel about the next four years? Hopeful? <coughs> or not? Hmm. So the impeachment thing is... Um, it's going to still hang over the heads of all those involved in the campaigns. So you think, just, you think they should try to 
to do it now. Well, David Axelrod, the uh, consultant for President Obama, he said, look it, if we do it now, and he may have changed his mind, but if we do it now, it'll be forgotten in right. November. It, I mean, it's just the most recent shiny thing, and it's already losing its luster. You know, there's going to be other stuff coming out. Yeah, they just had a Deutsche Bank. Deutsche? Deutsche? Deutsche Bank. I don't know if he's a whistleblower, but they're showing that all of Trump's big loans from the Deutsche Bank are backed by by uh, the Russian Russian bank. <laughs> On to the next. Oh, well, I'm, he still hasn't had to show his tax return. I mean, it's got that rule eventually has to change because this should show, I mean, if he is... If he is fiscally tied to foreign powers, foreign foreign run banks, then yeah, and we're not talking our hundred thousand dollar home loan. We're talking millions and millions of dollars. That absolutely can have an impact on what policy is that you know, like how a president operates. But it's not illegal. But it would impact how people vote right. Right, and I think that I think I think the public needs to know. If 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 somebody is indebted to the biggest, you know, chicken nugget producer in the world, we should we should know that that that's why he's he's voting for making you know we're McDonald's be, the national we're food of America. chicken for a right, long time. Right. No, but it's also not, if I understand correctly, it's not the law. Mm. That you have right. to show your tax returns. Just, it's been a practice. Mm -hmm. And his whole thing for running to office was to upset the apple cart and the Washington establishment and put it on its head. He has done that. Hundred percent. He has done that. Well, we will. Uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's going to come so fast. We're only we're only eleven months away. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, the impeachment thing. I think everybody, it, it's just a, it's an interesting process to, to go through. And I think it's right when people think impeachment, they think of Clinton, obviously, and, and the whole circus around that. And it's just a totally different topic. And I think, so I think people's experience and, and thought process around it is, is, is a lot different this time. It may be, I mean, it may be less essentialized and, um, but... It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out.